I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Meine Damen und Herren, Achtung, Müllweib. London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the Lions. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. One and all, dear listeners, welcome to the den. There ain't no place like it, especially in a cold, grim, wet afternoon like it is today. Good Friday afternoon for the visit of Nottingham Forest in what is effectively a playoff game. Every game from here onwards is a playoff match, isn't it, dear listeners? Welcome to Act on the Wall, number one Wall podcast. My name, of course, is Nick Hart, and we're going to have a bit of a marathon session of uh, broadcasting one way or the other today because I'm on the Love Sport Radio later tonight, 9 p.m. on lovesportradio.com. Tune in for that if you can. But you won't hear this that message till after it's all over and done with. But there we are. Huge match here today, dear listeners. Welcome at the full house. The den is sold out for this one. I've got all sorts of guests around me. I've been one room is just me and uh, a couple of dogs and you know the, the tumbleweed. But not today. He's packed. Facebook lineup as expected, as unchanged, is Jordan Archer in goal, backline Jace Meredith, Sean Hutchinson, Jake Cooper, Marlon Romeo midfield is Jill Saville, Sean Williams, Jed Wallace on the wing, Ben Marshall on the wing up front, the dynamic duo Lee Gregory, Steve Morrison. Place is rocking, dear listeners. I wouldn't fancy being a Forest player out there this afternoon, would you? Guys coming to today's game in 10th position, dear listeners. 58 points, we're chasing 6th spot, which is currently up by Middlesbrough on 62. There's a few clubs in front of us, but we need a win. A win is a must. I don't see us sustaining this dream if we don't keep winning. So, unfortunately, without putting the hex on it, 3 points or bust for me today. Forest Wallowing in 16th position, 46 points. That's a disappointment for them, especially after their opening day win over us up there at the city ground, when uh, I think they were one of the teams fancied by many to be contenders. Well, it's the other way around, the actual facts. We were unlucky that day, lost it 1-0. We're going to be hoping for a reverse score line today. Browse pumps up for it. Good Friday afternoon. It's grim, it's miserable. Pouring in rain at the moment, floodlights are on. It's dingy. That should suit the line, shouldn't it? I'm reminded of Harold Shand and a Good Friday. Remember, lads, scare the shit out of them, but don't damage them. Try and be discreet. Early change to the script. We're going to be attacking the cold blow lane in the first half. Contrary to the terms of the Mill Act 1971, Forrest must have won the, the toss. And don't want us coming at them in the second half in front of the cold blow lane. But they're going to get in the first half instead. Mill in a huddle. We're ready to go. It's been a long week, international break week. Since that away vi- uh, victory, fantastic away victory up there at Barnsley. The long stretch to get through to this moment. All the talk online is that the Lions are in the mood for business. 
We're about to kick off now. Steve Morrison will be headed towards the cold blow lane end. And away we go. Early break force is Jeb Wallace on the right-hand side. The ball into the middle. That's a skidded across the Forest goal just in front of Ben Marshall. It was too long for him. He couldn't get near it. We're not even inside the first 30 seconds yet. There's another ball into the middle. There's a... Oh, yeah, we Ball in the box! Cross, that's Ben Marshall out, out wide left. He takes his man on, he's pulled in the box. Sean Williams, it was indeed, dear listeners. Have a listen to that. The game is rocking. Beautiful run into the box by Sean Williams for the near post header. 1 0 Millwall. Well, we're reading all week about the lines are coming prepared for business. Haven't they just come here prepared for business? Indeed, dear listeners, that was a ruthless start by this Lions side. I don't know how many people are still outside in the car park. It was a, there was a huge queue when I arrived about half an hour before kickoff, queuing up for tickets. I bet there's a fair few still out there that would have missed that opening salvo by, the, by Millwall. Shawnee Williams complaining in, online in the week about being ignored by the Republic of Ireland squad, um, bemoaning the fact that, um, as a few of us have probably noted, that Millwall are under the radar when it comes to recognition more widely. This team wants to force itself into everyone's reckoning, however. And the Republic of Ireland, I think it's Martin O'Neill, will have to take account of his actions with goals like that. It was a beautiful run into the box. He looks well motivated at the moment. There's a nice tackle there from Williams. It breaks for Forrest, unfortunately. Comes towards the third minute. This is the 10 on the, uh, the Millwall left. Here's the 15. Will he have a go? Probably a day for long-range shots. It's just going to be a skiddy surface. It's pouring down out there. Has been since about mid-morning. Very English and cold and damp. All you worldwide listeners will know what I mean by that. In your dusty, dry savannas, outbacks, deserts, wherever you wherever you may find yourself listening to Achtung Millwall, the number one Millwall podcast. All breaks. This is Jed Wallace trying to take and turn in one go. He's flattened. The referee says no offence. Could be more throwing on the left. Three minutes. Coming towards the fourth minute. Lines have come out the starting uh, blocks like Usain Bolt. Speaking to the Evening Standard, Neil Harris, a great article. I don't know if you saw it in the Evening Standard midweek. He uh, says that the, the dream is on. Realistic target for promotion, now says Neil, via the playoffs. Um, we really do seem to have a role behind us. We do seem to have the gods of football on our side at the moment. And whilst that is um, remains so, then yeah, of course it's a realistic target. The way we've opened up here, I know it's only uh, come up to the fifth minute, but we've come out in a blistering pace. Here come Forrest, down our right. They didn't look too bad aside, I thought, at the, in the start of the season. They rode their luck. They, um, we had plenty of chances up in the city ground. Probably dominated them, but I didn't think they looked that bad aside. But they, they're certainly um, not doing anywhere near as good as a, a club of that size would expect to. Twice winner of the Re- European Cup, of course. Nottingham Forest, back in the, in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, under Brian Clough. Greatest English manager of, of my time, anyway. Surface very skiddy challenges today will have to be well timed because um, we neither want the injuries nor do you particularly want cards, yellows or reds so it's going to be the 23, I suppose any ball into the 6 yard box today is going to be a problem for anyone, that's a near post, that's glanced away there by, by Sean Williams ball out. this is Lee Gregory, we're on the break now he's got Marshall free, he's got Wallace free he plays it to Wallace on the right hand side, little ball back in, that was the right idea, he's trying to play a 1-2 with Gregory over hit straight through to the yellow clad Forest goalkeeper Right idea, just wrong execution, dear listeners. Seven and a half minutes. I was trying to do a little bit of pre-match prep. I do try and do some, believe it or not, listeners. Um, I was looking at Forest, and there's a little lesson of what's happened to football in, in their sponsor kits. I was looking at their Wikipedia page, and back in the early 80s, Nottingham Forest at the time, you know, ex-Cup European Cup winners, not long league champions, first division, blah, blah, blah. But they were sponsored by the likes of Panasonic of Japan and also Wrangler Jeans. Um, big name, big international corporate companies. Nowadays, they're sponsored by Triple H Sport Online Betting. And I think there's a bit of a lesson for football. That's, that's the kind of descent into um, gambling shilling that we've all accepted, haven't we? Don't know what it says. It says something, but I don't know what it says. It's probably not much use if you don't know it. Here they come down the, the right side of the month, Forest. It's eight and a half minutes. Passing style, Forest. The move breaks down. That's hoofed clear. It throws straight to the 11, unfortunately. Halfway inside the middle half. A little bit of pressure, so to speak. 
guys standing off them, as, as is our way. Given the possession at the edge of the penalty area, they're passing it back and forth. I know you're not meant to panic, but I feel panicky. They've been pushed backwards now, all the way back to the halfway line. They must have had the ball for a, a minute or two now, but that breaks down at last, and that's Savile to Marlon. Nine minutes, nine and a half minutes. What's that message from Harry? You'll also be on the show later tonight. He says, hold on to your hats. It's playoff football in March still, and it is still March. Cold, grim March. Um, I took the, I thought before today's broadcast began, I thought I might take the chance for a quick comfort break downstairs in the West Upper Toilets. And Jesus Christ almighty, I don't know about Russian nerve gas attacks in Salisbury, but if you want nerve gas attacks, walk into the gentlemen's toilets in the West Upper prior to the game. It was like, um, like a gas warfare unit in there. I walked in and walked straight out again. So if I do sound vaguely agitated, it's because I had a cup of tea before I came out this afternoon. And I believe it's just about worked its way through my innards. It's a good old-fashioned word, innards. My old grandfather used to use that when uh, he would take some horrible remedy for um, colds, like eating a raw onion or some, some such. Or I remember a swig of paraffin. I think he had the, the idea that it would oil you up inside. Um, swig of paraffin, I don't know what he used to do to him. 15 minutes into the game, the game settled into a slight pattern of Forrest passing and Mill looking for the long ball. There's a move down at the far end, they almost broke down in front of Jed Wallace. Mill will throw him on the right-hand side, just gone 15 minutes in play. Yeah, so uh, Sean Williams triggered a one-year extension to his, his contract, part and parcel of this great vibe and great buzz that's around the club at the moment. We'll have a policy, apparently, for players over 30, they offer no more than a one-year-at-a-time contract. He has an extension, uh, extension, contract extension provision, which he's exercised. And this is Forrest coming down our right side, little break into the box, that's gone for a corner. Player went flying on the, on the skiddy surface, trying to work a penalty there. It's gone behind for a middle uh, a forest corner on the right. A little slalom run by that forest winger. Meredith's claiming got an elbow on that move there. Have a word with the referee. And some harsh comment from the, the uh, east lower. I've seen fatter. And more cuntier. Anyway, 19 minutes. It's going to be a forest corner on the right side. It comes, it's towards the centre spot. That's headed clear by Steve Morrison, then clear again by Lee Gregory. It falls to Jed Wallace, he's got attention. Defenders back with him on his own very much. He's to play it back to Marlon, who just hoofs it clear. Gives it back to Forrest. 19 minutes, comes towards the 20th minute of the game. 32 from the edge of the mill penalty. That ball's taken a deflection, that's over the bar from close. It fell to the 10. The shot from outside the box fell to the 10. He had to. Um, it, dig at it and it's put it over the bar. Mill gets a bit of a break there, watch it again. Shot gets a deflection, it bounces in front of um, Archer and the 10 was through on goal there. Ball in the end, he had to dink, uh, dink it and put it over the bar. So Mill, Mill get lucky, 20 minutes. I well remember the um, Mill versus Nottingham Forest fixture in the old first division the year we made it up in 1988. Forest back then was seen as one of the major clubs in English football. So the arrival of Nottingham Forest, and I think it was a it was a warm sun autumn day, October, September, something like that. Um, it was actually ear splitting. Uh, den at Coldplay, and I mean ear splitting as in the, the noise you get, the tinnitus you get after going to a loud gig in a, a late comeback. This is Lee Gregory inside the. Forest box there just um, slipped on the surface. Um, we made a, a late comeback from 2 0 down. Forest were a very, very decent side under the, uh, the, the management of Brian Clough at the time. Challengers for the title, they were seen as contenders back then. And there we were, a little Millwall, taking them on. And um, we went 2 0 down and, and largely out of it until the last 20 minutes. We made a comeback and, and damn well nil, nearly made it 3 2 in the, in, the, in the closing seconds. I remember Neil Ruddock going close. Fantastic day, one of those. Um, days that live in the memory, you know, the sunshine days of your youth. I think that these days, I'm seeing some kids around us here today, the family section is packed over there on the far side, and these are the days that kids will take with them for the rest of their lives. These are the days, like the song says. Ball forward, a flick head. This is Steve Morrison, falls to Lee Gregory, under pressure from the 11, still his feet. Gregory gets clipped, it's going to be a free kick on the D. That should be a yellow, I would suggest. Gregory was just about to lose control, maybe the only thing that takes away the yellow card there. He was surging forwards there, staying on his feet and drew the, the foul. It's just on the edge of the D. Marshall's going to take. On target, it's battered away by the, by the goalkeeper. It's down right, low, 23rd minute. Going for a forest throw. Fantastic defensive work, fantastic defensive work by Marlon Romeo. Listen to the applause for that. Ran back and tackled back there. 
Ball forwards, that's headed on by Steve Morrison. Back towards the goalkeeper, Lee Gregory's going to chase him. Hoofed up and away. Referee's letting a few physical challenges go in midfield. I think in, the, in, the, in these conditions, any challenge from behind is going to make you slide. He's let one or two go, so uh, Savage has been forced off the ball there, releasing Forrest to press forwards at the moment. Playing their passing style on 26 minutes. See 11 trying his step over routine. Straight into Marlon Romeo. Pictured on his um, international break at some kind of party, some kind of shabine in the company of Beanie Man. Of a highly controversial uh, Jamaican, I think he might be a, is he a toaster? Is he a DJ? I don't know what, but is he a rap artist? I don't know what Biggie Man is. I know he does highly controversial songs, of which none of us can approve the lyrics of, but they have some popularity amongst the um, the kids. Uh, so yeah, he's pictured at, uh, at the party in a company of leading DJ Beanie Man from JA, dear listeners. I would imagine he had uh, sparkling mineral water in his in his uh, glass and nothing more you know, substantial than that I hope it's a free kick from Millwall on the left hand side 27 minutes it's going to be Marshall that takes it's probably about halfway inside the Forest Hearts a chance to dig it long it is long as Steve Morrison the ball is headed away and clear this is Shawnee Williams central back to Jed Wallace on the right hand side 1-2 of Steve Morrison Wallace into the mix they send to the near post going for a corner on the right hand side Dangerous little one-two. Just caught the first defender for a, a right-sided corner for Millwall. Corner on the right, it's going to be Marshall that takes. Deep, deep, deep towards Cooper at the far post. That's taken by the yellow-clad Nottingham Forest goalkeeper. Managed by Ator Karanka, whose name always makes me sound, uh, think of a kind of a Billy Cotton Band type of number. Ator Karanka, Ator Karanka. Da, la, 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 la. That kind of sound. You know what I mean by that, don't you? It's, it's, I know it's his name, but it puts me in mind of a 1940s cha-cha-cha type of band sound. And Billy Cotton was that. But anyway, I'm, I'm just, you know what I'm on about, I'm sure, dear listeners. Yellow card there whilst I was off on that stream of flight of fancy there for, for Jules Savile, halfway inside the mill half. Little nip on the uh, Forest midfield there, 28 minutes, little yellow card for Savile in the aftermath. It's be a free kick, fairly central, it's just a couple of yards beyond the centre uh, circle. It's floated in over the head of the 39, gets his head to it, but goes behind for a goal kick. 29 minutes on the clock, dear listeners. Rachel Karanka, speaking to uh, the media, don't know which one it was, might have been the, uh, the, uh, the one of the leading newspapers, the gentleman of the press, I can't remember which one it was, but basically he said that um, how difficult it was going to be coming to Millwall, referring to these kinds of clubs as though we are now amongst the, the elite of the championship. Um, if we are amongst the elite, it's a very uh, you know cheaply assembled elite squad that we have here, big on effort and big on commitment. And not so much on the price tag, so that's probably the best kind of elite of all. Um, but no, it's interesting to see Karanka, da la 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 la, da la 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 la, referring to us in those terms. Shall I, I'm going to stop doing that now, I know it must be irritating to listen to. Apologise. I've got the sounds of Edmundo Ross going around my head now. Ay, 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 Musi after that little uh, thing. A huge shot from distance from the right-hand side. It was just inside the uh, middle half, battered and down by Jordan Archer without any great difficulty. 30 minutes. Eddie Calvert, his golden trumpet. Where's that come from? What depths of my memory bank has that come out of? I don't know. Probably best leave it there. Ball breaks in midfield for 39, who shoots from distance. I think they fancy their chances from distance. Harry will be loving that. It breaks in midfield. He has a go from halfway inside the middle half. Low dipping right side. His shot was wide of the right post. Um, they must fancy their chances from distance against Jordan Archer. Damn their eyes. Referee again letting a lot go. Lee Gregory felt he was being impeded there as the ball was played forwards to him inside the first half. The referee's let that one go. Lovely ball taken control by Morrison. Finds James Meredith on 32 minutes on the left-hand side. He's got Wallace overlapping. He plays it in. It's, it's Lee Gregory back to goal. What can he do? He's found Marshall now on the, on the left-hand side. Made it to the bottom. He's got the ball back across. This is Morrison at the far post. Back in front of goal. Two-year! The six yard box finds Gregory Free, slams it, it's 2 0 Millwall! 33 minutes! Let's watch the replay of that one. 
comes. Good work by Ben Marshall on the, on the left. He puts the ball to the far post. Finds uh, ben, Steve Morrison. Finds Gregory inside the six-yard box on the left. He just slams it in. Simplicity. 2-0 Millwall. The dream is alive, dear listeners. What the hell is going on in our lives? Where did this all come from? I have this um, personal private belief that Greek mythology is not so far from the truth as we all like to think. I know we're all, all into this monotheistic Good Friday business, but I still think that somewhere up in the clouds above Mount Olympus, there really are Zeus, Jupiter, um, in the Roman definition, all playing chess with human wives. And somewhere I think that it's um, maybe Aphrodite is putting him on a promise if the Millwall Bishop gets moved forwards, and I think that's what's happening. I think the gods and the stars are aligned. 2 0 now, 34 minutes gone. You hear what they think of our manager? What a job he's done here. I mean, whatever becomes of us this season, I mean, the dream is alive at the moment. We're leading 2 0. We're going into an Easter weekend with um, Ipswich away on Monday. Um, but what a job Neil Harris has done. The squad he's assembled on, on next to nothing. He falls to lead Gregory there, just can't control. See Steve Morrison as the penalty. He shoots. That's a dipping high ball. I think Wallace wanted to. He's right there, way over the bar in the event. But um, no tribute to, to Neil Harris. Um, we've said it before. We'll say it again. This is an immense achievement to be in this position and dreaming still going into April, the last few weeks of the season. I take my hat off to him. It's been one of the most enjoyable seasons in, in many a long year. I'm not, I think I'm probably going to go back to the Cup final era uh, in terms of overall achievement versus expectation. Forest will probably feel themselves hard done by a 2-0 scoreline. Um, there's, what, nine minutes and a half to go, 36 minutes. They've not looked that bad. Um, maybe they lack bite in front of goal, but they've certainly played some decent stuff. Uh, there's, some of their shots from distance have been awkward rather than, um, you know, real, real dangerous efforts. But they, uh, they'll probably feel themselves a little bit short-changed by a 2-0 scoreline. But as ever, um, it's all about the number of times you get the ball in the net, dear listeners, isn't it? No marks for artistic effort in this game. coming out and the Cruyff style type bodies swivels by Steve Morris on the left hand side hear the approval of the crowd shows his disdain for the ball back from Jordan Archer after that excellent little um, ballroom um, pass doble I'm trying to think of what you call a, a hidden swipping strictly come dancing it escapes me oddly but Jordan Archer's ball back was treated with some disdain it wasn't of the sufficient quality for Steve Morrison's liking the high bar that he sets 38 minutes it's going to be a yellow card there for uh, I think that's Wallace no Williams going to draw a yellow <laughs> clattered clattered him he clattered him on the left hand side he was breaking forwards 15 he's rolling around in some pain and drawing comment now from the real crowd fantastic performance uh, for the first half I know we've absorbed a lot of pressure dear listeners but that is the way we play the game isn't it we, we soak it up and then we hit them on the, on the break and that's how it started and that's how it worked out with a second goal 2-0 lead despite absorbing probably the majority position against us for Forrest so after all that 41 minutes comes towards the 42nd minute now so a couple of minutes of delay at the end of the of the half it's going to be a free kick for Nottingham Forest lofted into the mill box that's deep it's bouncing around and headed clear by, by Shaney Williams Shawnee Williams Shaney Williams and she used to do the um the, the TV puppet show, Shaney Williams and the uh, Lamb Chop. What was that? It was that like a like a sock puppet type show. I can't remember. Saddle goes a flying on the halfway on. He's got a little bit of the ump and he wants to be careful because he's on the yellow. And I think that's precisely what David Livermore is screaming at him down there. He wanted to have a bit of um, eyeball to eyeball with the forest products. Clattered him. He needs to get into the dressing room and have a bit of um, maybe a glass of water thrown in his face or something. Harris is having a word down there as well. That goal for Lee Gregory makes him club top scorer for the season so far. They put him on 10 now. George Savile's on 9. Um, Aidan O'Brien back um, on, on the bench this afternoon on 6. Jed's on 6 too. A little bit of a mishap in central defence there. A rare one between Jake Cooper and, and Sean Hutchinson. But William Hutchinson to put it in touch and the resulting ping pong. It's going to be a, a forest throw on the, on the left-hand side as they attack. Great shoulder bars there by Sean Hutchinson, forced that 39 off the off the ball, and it's going to give the Lions a chance to bring it clear. This is Marlon. Shimmies, like he's at a Beanie Man party there, beats his man. 
dancing a ragamuffin beat or whatever. It's hot in, in the streets of Kingston, Jamaica right now. I, I clearly don't have a clue what is hot on the streets of anywhere, particularly let alone Kingston, Jamaica, but I've just speculated it might be ragga. It was hot about 30 years ago. Forrest again passing the ball around the middle penalty area. Again, left-hand run there. It's Hoofed clears, falls to the 11, little bit of loose play by Millwall, that's a shot on target and taken on the ground by Jordan Archer to the relief of the Millwall crowd because there was a little moment where um, panic seemed to be setting in in the defence as it is, it all came to nothing. There's the half-time whistle, what a performance by the Lions, that's 2-0, that's precisely the result, of the uh, half-time result we wanted. Blistering start, goal inside 30 seconds from the uh, header by Shawnee Williams. And then a mid-half mid, um, goal for Lee Gregory from a, a nice little move and, and the cross back from Steve Morrison. So great performance. We've soaked up some pressure at times from Nottingham Forest. I want to pick out Ben Marshall. The quality of some of his crossing today has been outstanding. Um, but it's been a real team performance. Midfield, a battled Savile and Williams. The whole team, no one's really embarrassing themselves out there at the moment for the inner line shirt. Also up front, of course, Lee Gregory does work upon work upon work. Um, so therefore, there we are, half-time break. It's Mill 2, Nottingham Forest, Neil. Achtung, Mehlball. I'll see you at the wall. A few half-time tweets for you, dear listeners. You love it, don't you? Bongo says, going great first half, playing well. Savile and Williams on a card each. Would swap Tunnicliffe for Williams. Controversial, says Bongo. Um, I can see where you're going with it, though, Bong. Jake Sanders, journalist Jake Sanders. Mill have scored four goals in the first minute of a league game this season. No other side in the top four tiers of English league football has scored more than one. Thanks to Opta Joe. Heza says 29 seconds in and we're one point off the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know where it stands at the moment, um, Pez, but I like your style, mate. Jake Sanders again just pointing out that he knows it's wet but Lee Gregory has slipped over about five times in the first four minutes in the first half sorry um, Grumpy Grimace says Bambi on ice it looks slippery out there I would hope that they're going to take the chance to um, uh, change his studs or, his, or slide his blades or um, I don't know what they do really amend, amend his sandpaper Grumpy Grimace says that someone somewhere said 2-0 is a dangerous scoreline. Forest haven't offered much, but they do look like they'll get stuck in. Clean sheet for Jordan and we'll be glued to our TVs come 5.30pm. I, I don't think they've looked as bad as the scoreline reflects. I don't know whether it's a dangerous scoreline. We do need to keep it tight in defence. Um, I think a little bit more bravery by Forest going forwards. They might have had more out of that first half. But as it is, it will suit us just fine. As I've said already, 10th goal of the season for Lee Gregory, says, play a DJ. And Harry tweets me, or he said, he WhatsApps me, saying he can't do another Leeds Millwall. I think by that he means another 2-0 lead where the, the other side stage a comeback. I'll make you right there, H. Much to talk about later on, dear listeners. If you can't get to hear the live show on Love Sports, do um, go to their website. There's a, a listen-back facility. It's not immediately obvious to find. I will post it a few times after tonight's show online. Um, it's a different kind of thing to what we do here with, with uh, Akdung Millwall. I hope you like what we do here with Akdung Millwall. And I hope you like what we have to do there, because it's Ofcom controlled, so you can't go cussing. But I hope we do give Lions fans a chance to have their say. Lovesportradio.com, 9 o'clock on a Friday night, we'll fan show. we run to the end of the season, then we'll take a big view on what we want to do next season with it. Incidentally, just uh, off, off piece slightly, but there was a nice article on London News Online, which I think is the, is the South London Press by any other name. Um, Jamie Philpott, Mill striker on loan at Welling at the moment. Um, some good comments, good attitude from Jamie Philpott. He wants to earn a new Millwall contract. Um, the best way he sees to do that is to win promotion with his loan club, Welling United, in the National League South. Um, he scored twice, apparently, last Saturday in a 4-1 win over Hungerford Town by the Wings. Um, and he's a free agent if in July if the Lions don't take up the option. So um, he's, he's, he wants to get back to Millwall. He wants to earn a contract. And the only way he knows how to do that is to score goals for Welling. I think that's a fantastic attitude by Jamie Philpott. And I really hope things work out for him. I think the competition's going to be hot here at the Den, especially if things work out the way they potentially could. But there we are. You can only do what you can do. So well done, Jamie Philpott. Well said. 
nice one from the black. The man in block 11, I always love your stuff, man in block 11. He says it's Easter weekend and Mule are nailing those crosses in, half time 2 0. And finally, the emotional one is loving this Mill side. Sit, I think you mean sit back, sit back, sit back, and bang, EIO says the emotional one. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'll see you at the wall. Lines back out on the pitch for the second half. The listeners, a round of applause. And the sounds of Leonard McCartney, the beat combo. Forrest will kick us off, though. Attacking a cold boat. Big 45 minutes of football to come. We really do need to keep it tight. I thought Forrest threatened a little bit. They threatened a little bit, and we don't want to give away anything. The, the rain continues to pour down persistently. The sky is grey. It's a cool day. Floodlights on, illuminating the pitch, even though it's only 2 o'clock in the afternoon. This is the 23. Early first attack here, 23, plays it central. Wide left. Lines just need to be switched on at the start of the second half. They're trying to pass the ball back and forth, as they did extensively in that first half. They push backwards at the moment. It's great defence by Millwall. They've basically pressed them all the way back into their own half now, back to the goalkeeper. Ball over the top from Saville. This is Morrison on the right-hand side. The first time cross cannons off the... Forest defender on the right side, it's going to go for Mill Corner, 49 minutes. It's going to be Ben Marshall that takes on the right-hand side. It's the top ticks towards the 50th minute, that's a curving corner, curving away from goal. Falls out to Wallace, back back on the right-hand side, and this is Marshall. Takes his man on, attacks. Little shot, little cannons off the defender, and it's going to roll clear for Forest, unfortunately. Mill Crowd in full voice, dear listeners, full voice. Yeah, 75, 76, Christmas time, we were mid-table, going nowhere. And then we surged towards ultimate glory at Crystal Palace and I think Swindon away, we beat Swindon away. Sealed promotion in third place from the old third division. Glory days, first time I'd tasted success at Millwall. And um, these are the things you don't forget, as I said earlier on, these are the days, the glory days, as one Springsteen has it. Morrison's drawn a yellow for something, there other the linesman snitched on him grass I what that was for I never liked that song you know that's going to come back and bite you in some karmic way like the Hindu god of Shiva or something is going to come around and destroy all around us when we say that that's better I prefer that one there's an old favourite I like that one that's an improvement I prefer these kinds of songs Paul breaks right-hand side. This is Wallace. His crosses into the first defender. Not one of Jed's most effective days so far. 59 minutes. I know it seems a little bit churlish to 
criticised, but I think Marshall's been uh, the out shining star in a way that Jed probably hasn't so far, but I'd love to be proven wrong. This is Marlon on the right, does well to retain possession. Still on his feet, over by the corner flag. He's got Morrison inside of him. Takes a little jink, but uh, the defender was equal to that. Forest sticking with their passing style. You get a sense that will give them some dividends at some point. Maybe not this season, but maybe the more effective forward next season. They will be the uh, the equal of the likes of Middlesbrough and um, some of the other passing size Brentford, I suppose, even that we've seen this season. But they, 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 don't, they lack the strike for the month to make that truly dangerous. I'm sure I'm going to tempt fate by saying that. I keep calling them Forest. I saw on the official site in the week they were referred to by an antiquated nickname, the Tricky Trees. I thought that sounds odd. Here come the Tricky Trees. Here's the full team on the 63rd minute. They'll run down the middle. That's a great block there by Sean Williams. I think that was an on-target shot. And it was um, Williams was tracking his man. Full team blocked that shot. It's gone for a corner on the left-hand side. Left side of corner near post. That's up and away by Meredith. And under the... Uh, the attention of the forest forward then inside the six-yard box on for a throw-in on the, on the right side. Also known as the Garibaldi, apparently, after the um, Garibaldi red shirts they wear, the Italian nationalist leader of the 19th century, biscuit manufacturer. Ball breaks, this is the 11 on the left-hand side, he's shot across goal, it's put over, rebounded off of Joel Nash and put over from not quite point-blank range, but it wasn't far short of it by the forward young coming forward. But we catch a break there. I want to watch that replay again, dear listeners. It was just pulled in from the left-hand side. Referees let play go. There could have been a free kick there, but it's a cross batted into the path of the forward by, by Jordan Archer. It was a skiddy ball, and he's put it over the bar. Mill catch a bullet, dodge a bullet. Gods are in Olympus. Smile yet again. Mill Olympus is probably at the top of one of these um, tower blocks, or perhaps the, the high point of the, uh, of the incinerator opposite me. Could be up there. The Mill Gods. It's called Zeus the Slag and Aphrodite the Slapper. They all sit up on top of the roof over there, moving and playing with the, the fates of men. And at the moment, the Millwall chess piece has been advanced forward. 65 minutes, coming towards the halfway point of the second half. The work of the incinerator, no, no stopping for any man. I've just seen a rubbish lorry going into the incinerator, loaded up with consumer packaging and um, inappropriate plastics and all the other things that are, you know destroying the planet. Lorry's just come in so they clearly at work over at the cell chip. Three forest substitutes now. They've made all their changes for the afternoon. 66 minutes. Halfway through the second half. Almost certainly some micro bead plastics in there as well. As we tick towards 67 minutes. A great block there by Marlon Romeo. 71 minutes. Great block. Put his body on the line there for the, for the calls. Another defensive mishap. In the forest half, can see a mill throwing on 71 from the, the ball as it was humped long there. Lions fans are believing. Are you believing, dear listeners, wherever you are listening in the in this beautiful blue planet of ours? Are you believing that Mill on a surge towards the playoffs? There's a full house here believing it. Joe Savile, good work by Lions. This is a committed performance by this team, dear listeners. I'll tell you that much. A cross into the box. Oh, he. he, he, he Cross was pushed onto the post by um, onto the crossbar by the goalkeeper. There. He managed to collect it off the crossbar. Odd moment, 72 minutes. Greatest Good Friday game that I can remember. And I, I, I go back again, and see, I keep going back to the 1975-76 season. But we beat uh, Brighton 3-1 in front of 23,000 on Good Friday. Uh, balls back across the box there. Um, goals from Trevor Lee, Terry Brisley. I remember John, John Seisman. Have to check that. 3-1 win in front of 23,000. It was an immense day. Um, and then unbelievably, as was the style of the times, we played again the next day, Friday and Saturday. We wouldn't do that nowadays. We won on the Saturday. Um, Peterborough, 2-0. Oh, really straining the synapses there. But um, great, great days. These days are great too. The uh, Forest has been invited to take an early train home. So a little bit early for that. 73 minutes. First signs we hope of Forest starting to look raggedy. Ragged? Raggedy? Wasn't it um character in the group at the bear? Raggedy? Anyway, their passing's falling, falling apart. 75 minutes. Incidentally, dear listeners, I make no apologies for reminding you that I'm doing the walk for Isla, Isla Caton, the young Isla Caton, three-year-old suffering with childhood cancer. 
um, very uh, brave young lady. She's in treatment. She needs more money to go to the USA for, um, hopefully, decisive treatment. Um, as we all know, West Ham fans, but we at Mill are bigger hearted than all that old nonsense. And we are supporting the Katie family in this um, immense fundraising effort. So I'm doing the walk for Isla on April the 14th. That's a walk from the West Ham training ground in Rush Green, which is out near Chadwell Heath, I think. Um, nine miles to the London Stadium on Saturday. I'm going to have to miss the Sheffield United away game. I apologise to you for your lack of Achtung Millwall, but I might do a little bit of um, talking to some of the chaps on the walk as we as we do it. Um, but it's a great cause. Please do visit my Twitter feed at CBL underscore magazine and you'll see a link there that takes you to the fundraising. I, if I get two and a half grand, I'm going to do it wearing a claret and blue shirt. So um, at the moment, about 2,000, I think. I think we're actually on the 2,000 pound mark, which is incredible. Some fantastic donations, really, really generous. Some of the people that follow our club. From the, from the fivers up to the hundreds, um, I say thank you to you all because it is immensely generous and I appreciate it. I know the family appreciate it. So yeah, um, walk for Isla. Go to CBL Magazine Twitter and you'll see a link in there. I will be posting it repeatedly and I make no bones that's what I'm going to be doing um, and your, your help and your pennies are appreciated every single pound Gregory draws a foul on the skiddy surface the, the free catching in as he spun and turned on 78 minutes hand straight to get up lots of um, guests today because it's a sellout a few seats dotted around I don't know what they call a sellout mill there are a few seats knocking around it's not totally packed there must be some kind of safety number that you, you call a sellout that's a, a corner, Millwall. 79 minutes. So, yeah, there are certain seats. I mean, there's a few around me here. I think people withdraw themselves from the man talking to himself. All for your benefit and your pleasure. I, I make myself look like a nutcase for your pleasure. You're listening our all pleasure. Ticking that towards the 80 minute. There's a cross in from the corner. That's far post. It falls to Hutchinson. Savile couldn't get his feet out of the, uh, the uh, sticky ground. Pulls to Morrison on the right-hand side. Morrison on 80 minutes now. Checks inside. This is Savile again. That's a cross. It took a deflection. That should go for a corner. It's angled. No, it's going to go for... Um, it's stopped on the line there by Jules Savile. Ball high there. The ball is struggling to get the ball away. The ball seems to be... This conditions are causing players to stick and the ball to stick slightly now. All the way back from Ben Marshall. For me, he's um, one of the most effective players in our team this afternoon, Ben Marshall. Man of the match? Yeah, why not? Um, I think the quality of his crossing has been critical. And uh, that's a good effort there to send the ball away back to, to Jordan Archer. Awesome flick header on towards. Gregory classic by the goalkeeper. The referee gives nothing there. It was, a, it was a fair challenge. Gregory's gone over and stayed over. One more win of a throwing on the right-hand side. They're probably going to have to call it to Stolt whilst Gregory... Probably winded, I think, more than anything else. There was the ball over the top. Goalkeeper's come out and tackled Lee Gregory in the, in the uh, at a high style. And Gregory's gone winded, I think they've gone over. 81 minutes. Twice European Cup winners, league champions in the 70s. Played at consistently high level of Millwall, but that's our opinion. Do we care? We care not a toss. Got a tinker's cuss. Little ball over, this is Marlon. Under attention from the 13, puts it goes for Kona on the right-hand side, 82nd minute, little pressure. In it comes, it's deep, deep, deep. The goalkeeper's going to take, and does take. He's a big boy, that goalkeeper. Long arms, like Mr. Stretch Armstrong. Mark Phillips, ex-mill defender. <laughs> People looking at me like I'm a nutcase. <laughs> I am a nutcase. <laughs> I talk to myself. <laughs> Well, he wants to build something here, he says in the weeks on, on the media. He is building something here. He's, he quotes the likes of Sean Dyche, Eddie Howe, and what they've done at um, relatively small-time names. And they've built, oh, both built Premier League outfits. And um, that's clearly Neil Harris's aspiration. Um, the dream is living at the moment. We're on 85 minutes. Still a little bit of time yet to go. Forrest still trying to pass the ball around. It's a ball across the face of the middle goal, and that's going to be... Marlon Romeo clears. 87 minutes. Looks like it's Fred time. Wallace is coming out. Fred Onyedim is coming into the game. I don't think that was Jed Wallace's brightest um, supernova today. Not to criticise him. 
he's put in a lot of effort like the whole team have but I've seen him on more effective days than this I think the conditions have not helped him uh, but anyway it's Fred time he's going to get a couple of minutes of regular time then whatever we get in terms of injury time Fred went into the field to play very gingerly like he uh, don't fancy the wet I don't know he's, he's strolled on like he's gone down the, uh, the soup news agents on a Sunday morning another substitution who's this Aidan O'Brien's coming in for Ben Marshall Great defensive work by Sean Williams. He's had a great first half. He's probably um, been less noticeable in the second half, but he's also a contender for man of the match. So it's going to be a difficult choice for me at the end of the game. I think I'm going to go for Ben Marshall for his attacking qualities. But, um, you know, full marks to, to Sean Williams today. Very effective midfield performance for me. Three minutes injury time, dear listeners. Shackell's coming with his obligatory couple of minutes. We've got a course from Morrison. He's got a shift in today, Steve Morrison. Only three goals for the season, Steve Morrison, but that doesn't really tell the full story of his contribution to our fantastic roller coaster season that seems to be rolling on for another weekend, dear listeners. Shackell's coming in just to show up defence last couple of minutes. Most important player in any team, as an American say, isn't it? Momentum. Momentum. Most important player in any team. And that's certainly what we've got. Free kick conceded there as, as uh, the rain drives down now. It really has been a, a, a wet afternoon. And the Lions will regard this as a, as a real result, a real performance in difficult conditions. Here's a team that hasn't been that bad. There it is. 2-0. Millwall. The dream goes on. The unlikeliest of unlikely playoff run continues another weekend. On to Ipswich on Monday. Easter Monday. Great performance by Millwall. My man, I'm actually, I'm going to go for Ben Marshall. But I also want to name check the likes of James Meredith, Steve Morrison, um, Sean Williams in midfield. Lee Gregory up front. It's been a real team performance, a real uh, team effort in very harsh conditions. That takes us uh, another three points closer to the, 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 the Valhalla, the promised land. Milk and honey of the playoff spots. Who would have believed that at the start of the season, dear listeners? And we'll leave you there. We'll back after these messages. We'll look at a post-match Twitter ring. Ball report. Well, as you can hear, it's full time at the den and it's another win for Millwall. 2-0 over Nottingham Forest and uh, it's another three points. Given that we the only early kickoff, we're only one point off the playoffs now, but it depends on results later, of course. Goal after just 29 seconds from Sean Williams. Lovely work from Ben Marshall down the left, who does brilliantly. And then uh, the second goal came later in the half. Lee Gregory finished that one off. Another important three points, and we can keep on dreaming for one more week at least. Can't you, Lions? Achtung, Mailball. I'll see you at the wall. It was a Saturday morning nightmare, not a Sunday morning this week, dear listeners. I guess we're going to have to start getting used to that as we sit just one point away from the playoff zone. Can you believe we're even saying that? We're entering April. The dream remains alive. Events seem to be conspiring in our favour, both uh, Middlesbrough and uh, Derby. Got beat last night. Sunderland putting four past Derby County who will now become our nearest playoff rivals. Mill sitting eighth after that magnificent yes, uh, win yesterday. Um, for me, that was an efficient win. Now, that's an unusual word. I'd I, I mentioned this on the radio show last night, the Love Sport radio show. Um, and if you haven't heard that, why not? Tune in. Go to the Radio Player app and find Love Sport. There's a, there's a listen back on demand. It's a little bit... You have to little flick scan downwards on it, but it's on there, the... Mill fan show, tune into that, but going back to the point I was just trying to make, um, 
it was an efficient performance yesterday. It was a 2-0 win. Blistering start. An absolutely magnificent opening salvo. Great crossing from the left inside. 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Finding Shawnee Williams on a, on, a, on a beautiful run into the box. Near post header that was, that was um, blasted in at close range. 1-0. We're a goal ahead inside the first 30 seconds. And that has to give you a great advantage for the rest of the game, doesn't it, dear listeners? And then efficiently wrapped up um, about halfway through the first half with that, that great finish from Lee Gregory, following, again, good work on the left by Ben Marshall, my man of the match for me yesterday. We'll come on to player ratings in a moment, but magnificent cross. And then for the second goal, headed back by Steve Morrison and finished with a plomb inside the six-yard box by Lee Gregory, one of the great finds of recent years, in my opinion, along with many others in that squad. But that 2-0 win, which we then managed, that's the modern phrase, isn't it? You manage a game nowadays. We managed it brilliantly for the rest of the game. We absorbed um, a lot of passing pressure from, from Forrest. But in all honesty, um, it was mainly long-range shots, dipping shots. They were trying to test out Jordan Archer. They've clearly done their homework to a level. I.R. Karanka has done his done his homework. Um, but I thought Archer stepped up well to the plate yesterday and made some good saves. So there we are. Um, results have gone our way yesterday. We now have just Bristol City above us in seventh position on 62 points. The Lions... Um, and Sheffield United on 61 in, in 8th and 9th. Uh, goal difference separating us from Sheffield United. We play Bristol uh, Ipswich on Monday, but also Bristol City next Saturday. That looks like an immense six-pointer, doesn't it? And then another immense six-pointer the week after that when we visit Sheffield United. And if immense six-pointers aren't enough for you, we've got Middlesbrough, who sit in sixth spot at the moment, on the 28th. So fate lies in our hands, dear listeners. Speaking after that win yesterday, Neil Harris rightly says the run is miraculous. You do start to wonder if there is a non-existent higher power taking an interest in, in the doings of Millwall. All we care about, though, says Neil, is beating Ipswich. The cliche is that we focus just one game at a time, he says, and it helps. There is still no pressure on us. There still isn't any pressure on us. We've... Um, it, it will build over the month ahead. Um, we're now getting used to this idea. I think until now it's been a slight jolly boys outing, isn't it? Um, but now increasingly as the weeks tick through the cruelest month of April and this whole playoff thing becomes our new normal, then pressure will indeed start to build on the squad. Uh, one of the things that really strikes me about this team, this group of players led by Neil Harris and his, and his backroom staff, they seem to be big time players, they, they seem to relish the opportunity, I think they're hungry players, um, some nice words from Sean Hutchinson um, in, in the week on, in, on, on one of the, um, the, the websites, um, how the, the squad had an expectation to do well this season back in August. And again, another talking point from last night was that um, I think most fans, and I include myself, maybe you, maybe you too, dear listener, I don't know, but most of us would have accepted, um, you know, a lower half finish, certainly. That would, probably would have been seen as as progress, personally, if, if we'd have finished fourth from bottom and not got relegated, and I called that a successful season, given where we were this time last year. So to have the expectation from this, this group of players, they would do a lot better than that, I think speaks volume for their professionalism. Um, we've mentioned a few times, you look at some of the names in, in that team and how they are players that have had opportunities and maybe not quite taken them elsewhere. I'm thinking of Jed and, 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 and George Saville and possibly to a degree Sean Williams, I guess. Um, this is this is like a misfit squad, um, pieced together brilliantly well by by Neil Harris and the recruitment team. Alex Aldrich, I know you listen to the show. I've seen what you're doing out there, mate. I, I, I applaud the 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 work that's gone into building this 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 group of players. It's it's a, it's a wonderful wonderful roller coaster ride. Um, it takes me back to previous seasons. I've mentioned 75, 76. I'm that old. Yes, I am that old to remember that. But also increasingly, as was mentioned to us on the show last night, 1988, the dreamland. It feels a little bit like that again, but there's still work to be done. April still looms in front of us. 
hunger is what Neil mentions in his interview, post-match interview, after that 2-0 win yesterday. Um, he says, players hear me talking about away wins and records and them achieving them. They must think I'm a broken record, but that's important. And it's important to set standards and important for hunger. And then I love this sentence, I really do. He says, Neil goes on to say, I like winning. I love winning games and I love seeing the boys win. It's a it's an American attitude. Winners, um, you hear it a lot in the modern world. Trump um, uses a lot of winners. Uh, there's only winners and there's losers. And Springsteen says, don't get caught on the wrong side of that line. And too many times in our club's history, I believe that we have got caught on the wrong side of that line. Something, and I'll, I'll probably have these words, you know, thrown back in my face at the end of the season, but something in this squad tells me that this group of players see themselves as winners. Player ratings from yesterday, I'm um, looking at news at Den. Um, Jordan Archer, I gave him seven. He's got 7.2 on, on, from the readership of the news at Den. I think that's a good, a good call. I, I, I thought he did well yesterday. He was tested a few times. Conditions were very slippery, as you would have picked up from the, the live stream of consciousness that, I, that, I, that we've just done. Um, Forrest did test him out a few times. Dipping shots, awkward shots. And he did well, and he made a few catches from high looping players, uh, looping balls into the box. So well done, George Narcher, 7.2. Jake Coop and Sean Hutchinson both coming in round about the same, 7.9 from the News at Den readership and 8.1 from Sean Hutchinson. Um, we come to expect um, high high bars now from those two players, and they did well yesterday in difficult conditions. James Meredith is earning the star man, the man of the match rating from the NAD. NAD, that's, that was, that's, that's, um, that's the Anthony Burgess Clockwork Orange, NADSAT, isn't it? NADSAT, that's the language. So NAD, the NADSATs are giving an 88 to James Meredith, good performance. I won't argue with that. Um, and I won't argue with the 8.1 being given to Marlon Romeo yesterday. Another great performance on, on the House of Fun. I've just seen a, a posting saying that was his best ever performance in a Millwall shirt. Um, he's certainly an improving player. We will struggle to hold on to him unless we maximise the success from this season. My man of the match yesterday, I mentioned it um, on Twitter. I mentioned it in the stream. Uh, ben Marshall uh, on the left, two great crosses that generated two goals that sealed the deal yesterday. That was an efficient performance, and an architect of that efficiency was Ben Marshall working the left. He's got 8.6 off of the NAD. Uh, I gave him a 9, actually, when I posted my ratings at 9, because I thought it was that good. Jules Saville. Jed uh, 7.7. .7. Jed Wallace for me yesterday was maybe not quite as hot as he has been. I don't think conditions helped Jed yesterday. Um, he's got 7.5 from the uh, from the NAD set. Uh, Shawnee Williams, I thought it was a really strong performance from Shawnee Williams. It was almost like he had a point to prove. We mentioned last night the snub that Martin O'Neill of the Republic of Ireland seems to be intent on dishing out to, to Sean Williams and not picking him. Sean clearly feels aggrieved and the anger, the energy, as public image would have it, the anger is an energy, drove, I believe, Sean Williams into the box for that early run that put us 1-0 up inside 30 seconds. And I liked his performance yesterday. Well done, Sean. 7.9 from the net. Um, up front, um, a great workhorse performance from both players. Steve Morrison, 7.9. I, I thought we did better than that. I gave him a good 8, a strong 8 yesterday. And an 8.2 for Lee Gregory. Um, and I think that's part for the course from Lee these days. But we're, we're starting to expect magnificent workhorse performances from Lee Gregory as a norm. Nice finish for the second goal. At the, work, the ball came across. He had to be put in the net. And that is the... Um, the, uh, the the golden egg, isn't it? The player that can put the ball in the net for you and the great um, great finish to make it 2-0 and finish the game off. Um, Aidan O'Brien coming in. Nice to see him back. Too short a time for a rating from me and Fred and Jason Shackell. Just a few tweets from uh, last night mainly. This one's from Good Brand Stats. I love this 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 channel on the Twitter. Uh, Mill League form, 13 games unbeaten. Now, dear listeners, 1-9 drawn four in the last 13 seven clean sheets in the last 10 four consecutive wins 
30 points from the last 36 available. That, that is incredible, isn't it? 12 now unbeaten at home and three goals in the first minute in the last four games. As good brand has it rightly, the Lions are hunting the playoffs. Um, that's, that's quite a stat. It's repeated again. The, the, the opening goal inside the first minute in three of the first the, of the last four league games. Sharp. It only takes a minute. So it does. Um, Channel 4, or was it Channel 5? Posh Pawns. Lawrence Pickett, big Lion fan. Posh Lion, 1885 on the Twitter, says it's another great day at the office for Mill FC today, yesterday now. And after yesterday, in the words of the great Martin Luther King, no less, Lawrence has a dream. Make you right there, Lawrence. Great analogy. I love the ambitious references. That's what it's all about down the den. Ian cleverly makes his man of the match a three-way split between all the M's. Marshall, Morrow and Marlon. Won't argue with that one there, Ian. Um, Phil Clark, only one man of the match in his view was Stevie Morrison. All day long, says Phil. Marshall was blowing in the last 30 minutes, says Phil. Tim Cahill, the one and only, says another massive win. Team Spirit is on fire. And Mill FC, the official feed, says it, Lightning Lions. Team Spirit is on fire. I think there's a massive message in that from Tim Cahill. I do believe this team has a group ethos that is going to take us the distance. Yeah, I think I've just said it, listeners. I think I've tempted Lady Fate. Dean Raymond Douglas says, yes, Stevie Morrow was mustered today, but Marlon Romeo deserves a mention. Great positioning and calmness for a young lad. He's really made an advance this season. Conor McLaughlin is not even on the bench, dear listeners. That's a tribute to the advance of Marlon Romeo. What a prospect. What a prospect that boy is. How long can we keep hold of him? I don't know, but he will deserve... All of the rewards that come his way because I think he is a magnificent footballer. Jason Wood says he thought Meredith was superb. He was superb, Jace. Um, another great storyline for the season, isn't it? I mean, signed on the pitch at Wembley practically anyway. I like that little uh, myth. I think I might make that an urban myth. You can, you can invent whatever you like as urban myths. And I'm going to have... James Meredith actually signing a contract whilst the Lions fans milled around him and Neil Harris ran over and got hold of him by the ears and come over here, James, sign this deal, come to the den. Stephen Donovan backs Meredith as man of the match. Immense, he says, best performance by a left back, Millwall left back, since Ian Dawes. Now, that's, that is high praise, Steve. Since Ian Dawes, he says, Morrison continues to amaze me. I, I, I do agree about Morrow. Um, and high company, high company for James Meredith being mentioned alongside Ian Dawes, who was a, a great player, great player. Tony Monday says it's 88 all over again. Exactly the same feeling about it, Tony. Make you right there, mate. Marky D says, let's go and smash that away record, smash the away record. At Ipswich on Monday, that's the next big issue looming. Ipswich on Monday, three more points. A club seemingly in turmoil. Um, a very cold departure message from Ipswich towards um, Mick McCarthy, ex-Lions manager, of course, in the week. Um, it's ripe for this team that does not do sentiment to go there and clinically close the deal. Let's keep our fingers crossed on that front, dear listeners. And finally, some really... Um, Sad news from last night. Um, Ray Wilkins, ex-Mill manager alongside Dennis Wise, a player briefly in the late 90s on loan. Magnificent English footballer, Ray Wilkins. Ray Butch Wilkins was a real um, talent in the 70s. He exploded onto the scene with Chelsea. Um, I remember the, the exhilaration when we beat Chelsea 3-0 back in 76 and Ray Wilkins was part of that side um, he went on to um, success in the game Chelsea Manchester United AC Milan Rangers in Scotland he played for England represented our country in, in um, a World Cup in 80, 82 and 86 I think um, great player he's, he's currently critically ill um, I want to send um, uh, uh, the, the best wishes I'm trying to find the right words um, the best wishes of all connected with Millwall Football Club and I include I'm taking a big responsibility here I know but that's every fan I believe everyone connected to the club in any way shape or form and me 
here using this little medium that I've, I've, I've got of this show. Um, it must be some kind of heart condition. <clears throat> BBC Sport is reporting ex-England captain Chelsea midfielder Ray Wilkins is in a critical condition in a London hospital. Um, St George's NHS um, confirmed that Ray Wilkins is currently being treated in St George's Hospital and his condition is critical. His family have asked for privacy at this time. Um, that's to be respected, clearly. But I just want to say, keep fighting, Ray. You are a fighter. You're you're, you're a Chelsea boy. We know that means you're going to fight. You're an England captain in your time. Magnificent footballer. Servant to Millwall Football Club. And everyone at the Den is rooting for you, mate. So hang on in there. And if there is any kind of deity that you believe in, dear listeners, I don't. But if you do, um, pray to him. Um, other than that, all you've got is hope. Um, be a huge loss if we lose Ray Wilkins. Keep fighting, Ray. Hang on in there, mate. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.